0: This is April, of course, your mind, soul, and body coach trying to figure out how to make our lives better. Let's begin by just relaxing. It's so difficult. Today we are talking about time, your relationship with time, the crazy dialogue in your mind, the chaos, the noise that never stops some of you. Um, have problems sleeping. Other people like me use sleep as a way to de-escalate stress. Um, We're going to be talking about all of that today. The body's reaction to time, the mind's reaction to time, and the soul's reaction to time. I would be amiss if I did not always include the soulful experience you're having to help each and every one of us create a better life. So let's talk about the body. When we are totally stressed out, like to the max, it's almost like an addiction. You are rewiring your brain with enough stress that it is always in that fight or flight mood. We are always in survival. (sighs) I mean, I have been so stressed out sometimes that when I get out of the shower to go somewhere, I'm sweating. I mean, I did not even relax. Can you identify with that? That you're always on go. You're always, uh, people who get carpal tunnel, their hands are always stressed out. Um, Especially this time of year, everyone is thinking about or getting ready to get back into a regular schedule. It's as though the air is telling us, and I can feel it at night, that we are about ready to make another seasonal change. And with that comes stress. Kids are going back to school, going to college, buying school clothes, paying for college tuition, um, getting ready. To say goodbye to summer and putting away things and exchanging them all. So if you stay and get rewired in this total state of survival, what happens is your mind is always in that state. And guess what? You lose your creativity. You lose your ability to calm down and make plans for the future. And then you wonder why your tomorrows don't work out. Now, on a psychological uh, basis for this, um, there's also many reasons why we live in a state of stressful conditions, and I'm going to name a few of them. So, we have chronic stress for the mind, moving on to the mental part, Um, approval-seeking, That usually comes down to a parental issue when you were a child, um, always trying to get an approval of somebody that usually is a parental figure to um, make them love you, give you attention, help them get through their day. Sometimes they're going through tough stuff. So we're working constantly as children and then we grow up and sometimes we take that imaginary authoritative figure into every every situation. I know I do that with jobs. I get there and maybe I'm overqualified. Maybe I do know what I'm doing, but I'm so worried about getting approval from other people that um, it really wrecks my job experience. It ruins my days. I'm maxed out and I'm not always planning effectively. For the next thing I have to do on my job, (laughs) jump, 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 not enjoying my job and not doing my best happens a lot on jobs. And as I said, it has to do with that parental authority relationship that we had as children. The next one is that thought process that forces us to have that, I have to do it. I have to go to this event I have to go to church or uh, people will think I'm a backslider I have to have my house perfect I have to be the perfect grandparent or the perfect wife or the perfect lover that have to pressure causes undue stress you really don't have to do anything what you do have to do is please yourself at the end of the day You're never going to please anybody anyhow. And there's always going to be some naysayers and there's always going to be some miscommunication. As long as there are different human beings interacting together, you have to do nothing but please yourself. So at the end of the day, you can turn off that stress so you're not hardwired and you can relax. I mean, I guess we have to ask ourselves, why are you doing what you do? Are you a martyr? Does it make you feel somehow good to lay down your life for someone when usually they're not asking for that much? You know, one of the greatest innovative thoughts I ever came up to for my well being was to say no. And when I did, people were like, okay. <laughs> they didn't leave me, they didn't walk out. Uh, Actually, on some level, our relationships got better because we created boundaries. And I just said, no, that doesn't feel well. Also, another way we uh, create undue stress is not planning ahead. Uh, When I was a young girl going to high school, one payday, my mother would buy me undergarments, the next payday, shoes, the next payday, an outfit, the next payday, um, a jacket, You don't, when you plan things out, financially you can control it better. The stress, going out and trying to buy everything at one time, first is crazy. You're not going to find it at one time. Um, School, going to college, why wait to the last minute to do the paper? As an English teacher, you know, you do a rough draft. You write it put it away for a day you come back you read it again think about it you do your final rewrite then you do your spell check and your grammar check and see if it flows why wait why cause yourself undue hurt and pain and your grades aren't going to be as high as well same thing with saving money for a vacation don't plan the vacation and then two weeks Before you go, decide, how am I going to get enough money to pay for this week? Um, Those are ways that you can cope better with stress so you're not rewiring your mind. Also, um, stress to impress everybody. I've got to get that promotion and job, or my wife will not love me, or I will be a failure compared to my successful brother who's making a lot more money. Stress to impress is deadly and it usually originates and I'm going to say this over and over again because you're going to have to do your work on these issues is a need to feel loved. A need to feel loved. If I look and I, I do this too. I mean, I really have to work on this. If I look this way, I will be more loved. If I bring the best birthday present, I will be loved. If I plan the perfect meal, my family will be satisfied. I actually don't like to cook. I like to cook with people in the kitchen. So, you know, what would I do then? I would probably, if I was healthy, say, I'd really just rather cook when there's more than two people. I, I'm, it's, it's just not me. I'd rather read a book. Am I going to hell if there is a hell for that? And that's a whole other topic. Um, So what am I doing this for? I'm stressing to impress. I'm forcing myself. I have to do these things. I'm approval seeking from... Low self-esteem for maybe neglectful parents or parents who were absentee that I didn't understand. Remember, when you're a child, developmentally, you're not thinking the same way as we do. Uh, So many kids blame themselves for parental uh, divorces, for parental mental health issues, for parental chaos in the home. The little message we get is, somehow I did this because my mom is wonderful. And my dad is great. And they left me. I must be upsetting them. I will try better. I will try better. And we really know from maybe listening to some of my other videos, you can never fix someone else. and You can never fix your parents, especially as a child. But I really think there's a child within us going out throughout life. And unless we do that child inner healing work um it's going to cause us a lot of deeper more um, long-lasting problems uh the next thing is um after trauma did you know as reading and research that almost 90 percent of us and it may be even higher will experience at least one event of trauma In our life next week I'm talking about trauma what it is what it looks like what it looks like for different people why one person can see an accident and it doesn't do anything and the other person can be traumatized for life if they don't work on it so trauma can actually cause you of course and we've all know about the PTSD with our veterans and people who have been brutally neglected, but it happens to all of us. Okay? So, mentally wise, we have all these reasons to rewire our brain, body, we know what happens spiritually. Stress. Think about this if you are a soul and you come back forever, you have time. Like, what's the big rush? I mean, there's certain things you have to do, like get to work on time. But most of these things that are bothering us are not getting to work on time. It's winning approval, finding love, working past our fears. Once again, I'm going to re- reword those again. Approval seeking for everyone else but yourself. Approve yourself, baby. Approve yourself. Forcing yourself not planning ahead. One way to plan ahead is to break it up in small steps. And we talked about that, the example of buying school clothes. Overwhelmed with lack of parental acceptance. Stressed to impressed. Being the martyr, which has to do with codependence. I will serve you and then you will love me and you will Help me on the head. You will feel fulfilled and I will feel fulfilled. I will serve your needs. And we know that goes down the shitter. And then you just keep moving on and on and on. And then you wake up one day, my age, and go, why did every relationship not work out? Okay, so stress is related to a lot of mental health issues. Stress rewires your brain. Stress on a soul level is silly. There is no time. They say like in heaven, I've heard, I'm I'm not, have never been there. So I I mean, I haven't been there cognitively. And they say one minute here, one, like 15 years here is like one minute in heaven. If you have many lives, you have lots of time. Slow it down. Give your brain a chance. You're not fighting time. You're working with it. You're loving this experience on the planet. You're enjoying the fragrant scents of the seasons. The smell of pizza. The newborn smell of a baby or puppy's breath. (sighs) If I could bottle puppy's breath, I'd be a billionaire. And the end of life Most of the things that we remember most don't cost us this thing. Don't let time be your enemy. Close down the chaos in your mind. Give yourself the beauty of this lifetime, however long it is, to savor every moment of it. Don't impress others. Do it for yourself. My new book is coming out talking about my childhood dysfunction. It's pretty dramatic. Uh, it will be coming to Amazon, Barnes and Nobles and other book venues. I'll keep you abreast of what is going on. These notes will be placed on On my website, aprilkirkwood.com. If you want to read about the book, go to aprilkirkwood.com. Working my way back to me. When you sign up for the newsletter, you also get a working back to me manual on how I got to here. It wasn't the college. It wasn't my looks. I've been poor, I've been rich, I've been fat, I've been skinny, I've been happy, I've been sad. It was learning about my soul self. I'd like to help you learn about your soul self. Sign up for my newsletter, aprilkirkwood.com. Also available for coaching first session is on me because I want to know about you. So until we meet again, time... It's of the essence. Make it work for you. I love you. I praise you. I appreciate you. You are God's child. Great things happen to you if you let it. Pull back the curtain. Lift the veil. The sun is shining. Nothing can stop it. Until we meet again. God bless you. Mwah. Mm-hmm.